0: to week two of the Comedians of Wrestling podcast. I am your host, Dan Black, and we've had a crazy week in the professional wrestling world. We're going to talk about the Brothers of Destruction. We're going to talk about the big tournament for the title. But before we do that, I want to introduce my guest on the podcast. Every week I bring out a new comedian to talk about professional wrestling, and this week is no different. My guest this week is Mr. Dan Van Kirk. Hey, buddy. Hello. Dan Mckirks, a really funny comedian that I know from UCP. How else can we hear you, see you? Um, well, let's
1: see. When is it, this going to drop? A couple of days. Tomorrow. Okay, cool. Uh, December, Tomorrow. De- December 6th, I'll be doing my live show, which is also a podcast on the Earwolf Network called The Wahlberg Solution. Yeah, really funny. I do the Wahlberg character, and I have other comedians and guests on doing their characters as well. And then every Tuesday, I have a podcast I do with the Sklar Brothers, also on the Earwolf Network called Scalabro County, that comes out every single Tuesday, and then Thursdays, I do another show called Hindsight, and uh, you're going to be a guest on that soon. Yeah, I uh, bring people on, and uh, comedian buddies of mine, and they bring three photos, we just talk about their life, when the photos were taken, and other than that, I just do uh, I do stuff around town, I do shows. So. so we can hear you a lot, <laughs> we can hear a lot of you, it think, sounds yeah, like. Yeah, when you add it up, it's kind of embarrassing. That's great. So...
0: Before we dive into this week's Raw, which is a lot to get into, let's talk a little bit about your wrestling watching background, like how professional wrestling has shaped,
1: has fit into your life. Oh, it's been around forever, man. I remember being like eight or nine years old at the Metro Center in Rockford, Illinois, and Hulk Hogan looked at me, and I thought that was like the coolest thing ever. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then um, every Saturday, was it 6.05? Was that when... WCW would start on Saturdays on TBS. Oh yeah, I'm, it's always that's something 05. you'll learn on this podcast is that not a WCW guy. Oh, that's okay. I hated WCW. Wait, really? Uh, yeah. It was oh, that, like, are you, were you a WCW guy? All of it. it. No, all of it. Just I remember. It. Yeah, they did a long run that like affected me. Where
0: what? They had the Saturday Night Show. They had Thursday Night that, Thunder. They had right. Saturday Show. Thursday Night Thunder. What was
1: the Saturday Show? It's escaping me. I don't remember, but I would watch it. And yeah, um, they did this long run once where somebody kept like messing with Sting, like would like s- scare him or like kidnap somebody. And then one time they, they kidnapped a friend of his, and then all of a sudden the person turned into a panther and said a deal, and it ended up being Ric Flair, who was like doing all the yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff. So I loved it. I loved that. Well, like, that's when WWE was like Sting. taking over. That's when they were like it looked it like WWE might be the next. This yeah, well this produ- was like company. this was like. Uh, a couple of, probably it had to be a couple of years before NWO. But yeah, they were starting to like build steam and stuff like that. The Steiner brothers were crushing it. I'm looking up that show that's
0: called WCW Saturday Night.
1: Dude, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pre-Bischoff. Bischoff would yeah. never let that happen. Nitro, Thunder, Saturday Night. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, no, I watched that and then I was a big, um, a big, I remember I went to, what was the, oh man, it was like, it was Bret Hart, it was in Rockford, right after the WrestleMania that was in Chicago. It had to be like 96 or 97, and uh, Stone Cold was like blowing up, and and then that was kind of like the rebirth. That was my golden era of, of I, I still to this day love it, but yeah, I still to this day Attitude love together. it, but yeah, dude. Once Stone that,
0: Cold came on the scene, then you just switched, switched more of a WWE game? No,
1: then I just, it paralleled, man. I, used, right. to, I used to record one. And watch the other, yeah. and then if I was at a buddy's house, remember that deal where you would like flip back and forth the yeah, last couple minutes because you were just like, "Who? who which one am I going to stick with?" I went to a remember that on
0: Nitro where they revealed
1: that Mick Foley wins the belt. And everybody laughed and that Everyone, and everybody that. they were like, <laughs> their plan was
0: if we tell everyone they won't watch. Everyone was like, "Shit, Mick Foley's <laughs> going to win the belt," and everyone in the ratings were so hyper Raw. Uh, that's that's actually probably how you could sum up the demise of WCW. Yeah, know a
1: lot of people say like that was the end for yeah. That. But I remember going to a WCW night show, again, Rockford, Illinois, and a car like is honking behind us. And it's my uncle Ken's driving, and he, and they're like, Uncle uh, Ken, Uncle Ken's driving, and, and so they like wave us to pull over. And then I get out and run back. Uncle Ken's like, "Go see what these sons of bitches want." And I go back, and it's Steve Mongo McMichael driving wow. the big show in the passenger seat. Wow. Yeah, and they're like, hey, you know how to get to the Metro Center?" I'm like, "We're we're going the same place," and I. I, uh, I would love it if Big Show was in the back seat sitting, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> I'm the Big Show. Imagine you're
0: chilling with Big Show, like you and all your buddies, and like somebody calls Shotgun, he's like, "I'm gonna sit in the front." Yeah.
1: <laughs> I uh, I reached to like shake hand. I have decent sized hands. Yeah, you have big hands. I couldn't get my hand around his hand, but that to, to me was one of the coolest things ever when I met when I met the Big Show. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. you know, uh, even now, to go. Uh, I would. I, I do this
0: show in New York. I was performing on the show called Ass Cat at UCB yeah, Theater. Yeah, yeah. And so one time, our we and sometimes it's huge celebrities will be the monologist on yeah. the show, and I'm cool with it. You know, I don't act. I, I, I'm totally fine. One time, the guest was John Morrison it was Really? John Hennigan. Yeah, right. Who I know people know him around the community because he does improv, but for me. I was just like stuttering, talking to him, like asking him all these questions. Oh, in hindsight, I was talking to him for like an hour, and he probably just wanted to like relax backstage. Isn't it the worst? So I started. We started getting into his like contract signings <laughs> with Triple H and his meetings, what, and I was no? like, I forced him into this what conversation. What kind of percentage you getting? <laughs> exactly.
1: Uh, uh, no, dude, uh, that, that happens to me at UCB sometimes too. And you're backstage with somebody because I, I do Doug Benson's podcast right. a lot, and he gets like great guests. And you're sitting back there. And that feeling in the green room at UCB where you don't know what to say to a person. But you know if you could get yourself to mentally not give a fuck, you could have any conversation. But when you give a fuck, you're like, uh, uh, you like trees? Yeah. (laughs) I'm fine with it. If if it's any other kind of celebrity, when they're a
0: professional wrestler, they're like unicorns to me. You know, (laughs) they're so special. I can't believe they're real. Not if I touch your hand. Yeah, yeah. One requirement of the podcast, I require my guests... To make sure they watch Raw. Yeah. On Monday. You watched Raw. Yes, sir. So,
1: have you been following... Have you been watching wrestling lately? Dude, I've been away from it for a while. I don't have... I haven't had TV for like two years. right? And so, pay-per-views and then like when I'm home in Illinois because my my godson and my nephews like love it. So, I'll like watch with them and catch up on storylines and stuff like that. But I've been away. The crazy thing that I feel, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, is having like, missed a lot of the day-to-day storylines and stuff, if you've done, if you've missed over the past, like, two to four years, you really haven't missed a lot. Yeah, like, I mean, that's wrestling. It's all kind of throwaway. Right, but also, just, but I just mean in terms of, like, we were talking a little bit off mic, like, the announcing hasn't been good in a long time. Do you know yeah. what I mean? well, we can get into the announcing, <laughs> definitely. We'll get into
0: that whole thing when we go into Raw, but, like, but I, I know what you're saying, but here's what I will say, is that I had a period where I stopped watching wrestling, probably a four-year period, you know, and now I regret it, even though it doesn't make any sense, I regret it because I think about the things I missed, and this is the period where it was like, people talk so poorly about, like, during the first Evolution run, like, when Batista was, like, the champion, and he's, you know, he's better in movies than as a professional wrestler, but then I'm just like, oh, shit, there's, like, holes in my game. (laughs)
1: <laughs> you know what I mean? I
0: like regret it. So even though wrestling is like, have you, you stop watching yeah, wrestling? Going back on the network. Yeah, I've been going on the network and filling in holes. Mainly doing pay per view work. I want to get into the Raws, like when they have them all. Dude, like, you know,
1: I do the same thing. Like last Christmas break, I I was in Chicago for like two weeks, and so I had a buddy, and I said, "Hey, every night, let's watch the Genesis of NWO on WCW. Like, yeah, start at Bash at the Beach, and like work our way up." And the crazy thing – I agree with what you're saying because what I realized doing that is it seems like things are happening all the time when you're watching it, right? Yeah. But if you step away, you feel like, oh, I don't really miss much. But you have missed like fun things and stuff that people might shit on later. Because what I realized watching NWO, there's months that have gone by where it's cumulatively maybe seven minutes of the NWO doing something. Like they just – they come out literally for thirty seconds at the end, but when you were watching it every single week, it felt like, oh shit! And then yeah, talk about it. But yeah, you do miss stuff even. if, I guess if you. But that stuff, that stuff, I find is easy to go back and
0: watch. Like I'll sure. watch end of you over their heyday. Yeah. I'm trying to watch like Batista Kurt Angle 2006. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're like, you're like, no one talks about this match. Like, 90 champions, Batista versus Jeff Hardy for like the, you know, for like whatever belt. There's two championship oh, belts during the draft J. time. J.J. So, back for one week. Yeah, and you're like, and you just start being like, all right, I gotta, I gotta work on something else. Yeah. But I gotta fill so cool. in those holes. Uh, yeah. So you
1: watched Raw, so now you're like caught up. So that's an interesting. Dude, I'm perspective. so pumped up for Santa's Little Helper with the Miz. Oh, yeah. That's is that favorite? out yet? No, it's not. I don't think... Yeah. That was one of my favorite parts of watching watch, watch, watch Raw yesterday was the commercial for that. I was like, fuck. Yes. That, that's watching. the movie debut of Paige, I believe. Yeah, she right? it, too. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I can't oh, even we'll
0: see her later. All right. Let's dive into Raw. Okay. Okay. So, first thing I want to bring up, which is... I probably shouldn't... I probably should skip over it, but right. I have a bad habit of just wanting no. to speak about everything. The France tribute. So, I want to say something. I am fine with them doing it. Sure. No. I was thinking, do you think they mute the audience during that for yes. the viewers? Yes. They have to, right? I totally thought the wrestling same fans thing. are fucking
1: scumbags. Right. Like, There's no way someone that audience didn't just go like, what? <laughs> Green Bay Packers fans, widely regarded every year. They take votes yeah. on this. Nicest fans in all of sports. When they did their moment of silence, Green Bay Packers fans yell out racial shit. And Aaron Rodgers, quarterback of the Packers, called him out afterwards and said, I really hated that our fans said stuff like that. Yeah. So if the Green Bay Packer fans, the nicest people in all professional sports, are yelling stuff at Raw. Oh, man. I think the wrestling shows,
0: it's like, the the crowds of wrestling are like the rowdiest, most fucking... I want to say
1: before I make this joke, this is not my personal preference, but I guarantee if you were there, it was like, towel heads!
0: Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> right, right, right. Like, you know that
1: chant was happening. Something yeah. happened.
0: All right, anyway, so let's get into the main thing. Okay. Taker, let's talk about the opening. We hear the, 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 the chants.
1: Yeah, which
0: went on way too long. Yeah. It was
1: like a minute and a half. They
0: went on, it went on way too long, and, and also, it's like, he only does that normally for pay-per-views. Yeah. And that's, like, my whole problem with the druids and the chant in this opening was that, like, he only does that for pay per view, so we know that that's going to somehow work into the angle there because it's uh, not like, oh yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah.
2: That's
0: he doesn't normally come out with with a bunch of druids, right? right. So you know, like, oh, those druids are going to attack him or something. Yeah, yeah. you know okay. what I mean? Yeah,
1: no, totally. Yeah, they're like, there's a reason they're out here. It's not going to be to just go back behind the curtain it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. a
0: kind of a it's kind of reveal, and that's like the whole. Uh, that that's like the whole thing. Also with the. Just the idea of the magic there, like all, all the, all the magic. It's, it's getting weird. How did you feel? Somebody they did at- a
1: thing. They did a thing where they showed yeah. uh, from last week. Yeah, like when they got into it with the Wyatt family, and they, they put in lightning bolts that weren't there live, like as part of the highlight package. From like, let's take a look at last week. And they put in lightning bolts coming down. No, that that, no. See that they, you see.
0: they that happened during the show, but they were clearly like in post. They yeah, look like that's what I mean. Yeah, they looked horrible. Yes, yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They looked absolutely horrible.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. The, the 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 magic is weird, but Kane came out with Undertaker. They're doing the brothers of destruction thing. I will say this: I'm loving Undertaker's run right now. Like, clearly, he's retiring at Mania. I'm glad he did that. So. He, yeah, I mean, hundred yeah. percent. It's in Texas. The way he's looking. What like, did he
1: do to get so good from uh, when he when the streak ended to now? Like he looks like he's done two rounds of DDP yoga. Like does <laughs> he look so much better? You say Taker? It looks yeah. so much better than what? Then when he lo- when the streak was broke to Brock. Yeah, he was that thirty. Yeah, I mean he's he's definitely like in better shape. Yeah, he's,
0: it's weird. He's in like he looks a little like heavier yeah. around like the midriff. Yeah, but it looks like he's like lifting. Yes. You know, like the last Rocky movie? Did you see the last one? Like the one that yeah. I think it's just called Rocky? Yeah. Or, yeah, no, yeah you're it, right. You're yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that one, in it, they're like, all right, your knees are shot. So uh, we're just gonna have to focus on power because there's no way you're gonna be fast. I think that's kind of what he's doing. He's even like giving up on that. Like he's he's more rugged in general. He doesn't even shave his back anymore. He said he has like (laughs) I'm noticing that like Undertaker when he does his like back turn puts his hand up like he does his like Malcolm X uh, thing. He his back is. He's covered in hair, so he's not waxing.
1: Right. Well, dude, shoulder's blown. He can't get to that. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, 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 yeah.
0: So now he's just like, I'm going to be strong. So he looks wide. He looks big. So (laughs) I think that that, that's cool. I kind of like that. We're seeing like an old, grizzled, strong Undertaker.
1: Yeah, but then I think that old grizzledness is what played into all of his stuff on the mic. Yeah,
0: so let's get into his promo, because that's really the the main thing. So his entrance was definitely weird. He came with the Druids. Then he cut this promo that went on, I think, way too long. The power of Undertaker should probably not say much. Maybe like a uh, sentence. Maybe like a uh, rest in peace. He knows that when he goes on Jimmy Fallon. Like, he was on Fallon this week. Yeah. He gave a tombstone to a turkey. And then it's living. <laughs> it's and he didn't news. say anything. And they knew, like, let's not have him speak. Right, right, right. But on Raw, he's cuts a pretty long promo. And everything he's saying... Which, what you were saying, is that he's saying, like, all movie lines.
1: <laughs> in the Army of Darkness, which is, like, Bruce Campbell. Yeah. And then, uh, what was the other? Oh, to and the dark then, side.
0: Then he said, this is a quote. He said, "You like, uh, oh, I forget exactly what the beginning was. But he was like, you can't defeat the power of the dark
1: side. Like, he literally quoted the well, Emperor. Two on those right there. It was weird. Yeah, it was him. And then Kane was doing the same thing. i like touch fire, you get burnt.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. So it's like, he's a quote, I, I don't know. It's, it was so corny. The whole segment was really corny, corny for yeah. me. I think that, then they were addressing what happened with, I mean, there's so much to say. Jesus, I'm scattered. Like, they were saying that, alright, so this is something you don't know, okay. but at the end of Hell in the Cell, yeah. the Wyatt family came out, carried Undertaker's body out. Oh, okay? okay. Right. And then on Raw the next night, I think they carried out Kane. So they carried him out, and then they showed up together. And then the whole thing they're saying is that they tried to take our souls. And like that's what they did.
1: <laughs> yeah, sounds, is that what the Whites? Sounds did respectable with the way they took him out.
0: Right. It doesn't make sense. You're like, what do you? When they carry you out, I'd like to know they try to convert you to Whites. Right. That's what they've done in the past. I like oh, converted really? to oh. again, and, yeah, and this time it was like they carried him out. And then they don't have him captured. They just carry him out, like let him go there, like try to kick their soul for
1: five minutes and let him go home. (laughs) Here, answer this question for me. Is it... Has WWE, in your opinion, really figured out what to do with the Wyatts? Because... WrestleMania 30, when Bray Wyatt fought John John Cena, Cena, I thought, oh, this is a really good setup for like a turn for John Cena. Like he could get sucked in and kind of be like mind-fucked with by the like, by the Wyatt family, and end up, like, maybe kind of, like, running with them for a little while. Yeah. Because eventually, Cena, I know he won't, but eventually he he has to turn. He has to turn, or at least do something where it's excused because he got amnesia, and Bray Wyatt made him think that he was one of them. Like, something that, like, make him really interesting, and then nothing ever happened with it. And then Bray Wyatt's just kind of, like, moved from storyline to storyline without everything ever being that great. And I think that's really what they're trying to do now, but... But how will you do that for? Just well, Bray Wyatt, with no, him so the whole thing with
0: Bray Wyatt is, you, yeah, you're, uh, I don't think Cena will ever turn. Sure. Just because of the, the Stone Cold turn. Right. When Stone Cold turned, it was like their biggest mistake ever. Yeah. So I think it will be similar to that. But I would say that Bray, that Bray, they've sunk him. Like, he came out super strong. And then he's, we talked about this last week, like, he's just losing every single match. Like, he loses every single match. That's all they need to do with him is just have him win. My pitch about Bray Wyatt is to have him be, like, a true cancer uh, on the WWE. Like, have him be, uh, <laughs> have him be like, the Joker of WWE. Yeah. Like, where it doesn't really make sense when he's popping up. He decides to ruin matches. Totally, totally. And, like, he doesn't even care about the belt even. Like, he's just, you know what I mean? I mean, eventually he will try sure. to get the belt. But I'll have a reason. It's because he wants the money that comes with it or something right, to do something else. You to like, start his own show. You know what I mean? Like, they're not as imaginative with him. And he cuts these promos that are just, like, nonsensical, cryptic nonsense. Like, bullshit.
1: Yeah, totally. And then you could have somebody be like, I'm sick of this Bray Wyatt shit. And then they're going after Bray. And then you have a real, like, beef between those two. Do You know what I mean? Yeah. Rather than try to always make him, like, the thorn in somebody else's, like, side on one storyline. Do it a deal where he's literally a wild card. Yeah. You know what I mean? But instead,
0: he's lost. He lost to Undertaker at Mania. So, the whole thing now is that... I think they're trying to push Bray. I, I hope they're trying to push Bray by having him win big against Taker at right WrestleMania. Now. I mean, I don't know who Taker's fighting at Mania. I don't, we don't know yet. I think, yeah,
1: I, I don't know. Because if you do that, he, that means Bray Wyatt has to win a Survivor Series.
0: Bray Wyatt would have to win at Mania if they want to lead up to that. But I don't think it's going to happen because I think Taker's in it till Mania. Like, I think he's doing one last stretch. <laughs> like he was At Hell in a Cell And now he's doing yeah. Survivor Series I think he's sticking around Yeah Until he's know. done Especially he's just, if
1: he's done Cause he's like I am just gonna, i gotta get as many paychecks As I can yeah. Before I get out of here So one thing
0: is Like Taker cuts that promo Goes on too long It's like Kinda feeling a little bit Corny uh, It's a little bit like Little kid like But I noticed that He really commits To the gravel voice and be like, You know rest. like <laughs> yeah, peace. But Kane doesn't do it as well No so, to compensate, at the end of his words, he just goes like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kane was just saying, like, he would just be like, if you play with fire, you're gonna get burned. <laughs> it
1: says it all. Yeah, it yeah, says it Yeah, yeah, it yeah. yeah.
0: He's just like, it's is regular voice. But Kane really, it really hurts because we just saw Kane in his regular mode before. Yeah. So, it's weird. I don't know. I mean, I like this whole, I like this whole feud. But I don't, I don't like the magic. Like, I don't like that they're being, like, they're fighting for souls. Bray Wyatt is fighting to be, like, he's fighting to be the new face of fear. You know, like, he's like, I'm the new you. And they should just be like, no, you're not. We're still strong. Like, they don't need to make it so mystical.
1: But if you were 11, would you love it?
0: I don't know. I don't think so. Because when Undertaker was doing this during the Attitude Era, I was 15 or so, you know? Yeah. And even, he looked so dumb during that era that he had to become a biker. Because, yeah, like, man. during that time, the Undertaker, the rock was just like, and Stone Cold were so, re- like, had yeah. such great characters that were semi-grounded in reality sure. that he was, like, doing magic, and it felt so stupid. And the rock would sell him out. The rock would be like, you come out here saying, die, 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 like, controlling the lights. And it's like, he's like, shit, I better become a biker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sure, but sure. no, I don't. I don't know. I don't think so. I did, but I did like him when I was Nine? Yeah,
1: man. When I was nine, like, he scared the shit out of me. I guess you're right. But, but as we talked about a little bit off mic, Paul Bear also, like, sold it. Yeah, Paul Bear. Really brought the creep.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah, I was thinking we were watching him cut that promo and I was like, oh, man, if he just stood there and had Paul Bear just, like, squealing, oh, like, <laughs> I would have, <laughs> just, like, selling it all for him. It was so much better. Uh, and last thing I'll say is that Kane mask I hate that Kane mask. If he's coming back as brother of destruction, he should wear the old Kane
1: mask. And does he does Kane always have to have long hair? Like why can't you just have the mask knowing that he doesn't have long hair? I don't know, that's just part of the part of the mask is it has hair connected
0: to it. That's they true. revealed the mask. Like, gone to there's them. a few times where Stephanie holds it and you see the hair on it. Like you know <laughs> like it's just like the mask has hair. Which is it's very strange. Do they like, sell the of mask? Mask.
1: do they sell the mask with hair?
0: I don't think they sell the mask. <laughs> I actually don't think they sell his current mask. Really? They, yeah, I, I haven't should've. seen his mask sold since the old one. Since the like, or well, the red and white. Can I like... side question you? Yeah. What, what was the
1: What was the merch you bought the most, or your most memorable merch? Like, did you have Hitman sunglasses? Uh, I. I did have Hitman
0: sunglasses, yeah, and I lied to everybody that he gave them Oh! <laughs> but I, to mom, I just sold uh, yeah,
2: their yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I
0: told everybody that Hitman put them on me in the front row. No. And, like, it was a lie that I believed. And it also was a lie that I didn't tell that much. Sure. You know what I mean? It was, like, a lie I told maybe, like, two times. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, man, he gave them to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, but yeah, I had that, I had the Adam, Adam bomb, um, yes. like, nerf <laughs> footballs, yeah, yeah. those, like, the bombs you would throw, and then, as a kid, it was, I, I didn't have that much merch when I was a kid, because, uh, like, you had to mail away for them, mm-hmm. they were, like, harder to get than now, yeah. you know, so, it, it was kind of like, now you can kind of be like, hey, dad, can you put your credit card in here online, <laughs> yeah. and do it, then it was like, hey, can you, like, write me a check, give me postage, <laughs> Like, give me an envelope. Oh, I
1: need a self-adjusted stamp envelope.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They, like, they could think it through too much to be yeah. like, they don't, you don't need
1: this. I, I think I only got my stuff at shows. And I think I probably went to more ho- house shows than I went to actual like, Yeah, that's shows. where I got the stuff that I got was all from house shows. Yeah, And I had the wrestling buddies also. I had the toys. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. all
0: that. But in the Attitude Era, the stuff I had was mainly uh, DX stuff. You were like, a had, DX? Fan? Yeah, yeah, I love DX. I had, I, I had the DX jersey here. I still have it. Maybe I should wear it every episode. Like, I'll always record in the DX jersey. It says 69 on the back. D- yeah. Degenerate. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I had that jersey. I regret some of my... I, I have so much t-shirt buying or non-buying regrets. Like, some t-shirts that I was thinking about buying and then I was like, ah, fuck it. I don't need it. Like because you. the t-shirts don't fit that good. Yeah. Like, W B merchandise is crazy. They did have one period where they made, like, better fitting shirts. But... When I was younger, I'd be like, oh, I never wear them. I buy them and i wear them. But now, there was finally... I, I saw The Rock in Madison Square Garden. They sold finally. The Rock came back to New York oh. with an Apple...
1: Oh, that'd be awesome. And like
0: that shirt, I can't find on eBay. I eBay it like every once in a while, really? I just randomly
1: eBay it. Dude, you know if you find it, it's going to be expensive as shit. It's never, I've never seen it on there. I was hoping you were going to say you really missed out on like a really sweet Al Snow shirt. No, like uh, what do you want? Head? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> no, I mean, that, the, the Stone Cold with his face and it, the uh, the original Austin 316 shirt. Yeah. I don't know if it's the original, but it's the one I like the most with his face bleeding mm-hmm. from WrestleMania 13. Mm-hmm. That one, I could have bought. Like I was had these shows where they were selling them, and I was like, eh, whatever. Or like, or I bought like an Xbox t-shirt or something. Ugh. Like I just bought the wrong shit at the time. I, I you know. Uh, but yeah, so alright, back to Raw. Yes. So let's start Alright, so we had that taker opening, and then the rest of Raw was the tournament, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And man, this Raw was like the Raw of great matches. Yeah. This was like There's a- been
1: pay-per-views with le- like less. As good matches as yes, yeah. Every
0: match in this felt like pay-per-view quality match. That's yeah. exactly what I said. And it was all amazing wrestlers versus amazing wrestler. Uh, so there's no surprise. There's no surprise <laughs> there. Right. So the first match, they were going through the brackets. The one thing I'll say is that the problem with this bracket is that there's no surprise wins. Like you know who's going to win each match. Even though the matches were good. Sometimes it even tricked me. I was like, oh, this, this bracket is so uninteresting. You know who's going to win. There were a few times, there were a few false finishes that I fell for. Because I was like, oh, they're going to make this awesome. I thought Cesaro might beat Reigns, which sounds so stupid. But, like, just the spots were done so well.
1: Dude, Cesaro and, like, Ziggler, those guys are just in this realm of, like, not getting the right type of heat that I wish they would get. But I'm going to ask you, you thought Callisto was going to win last week?
0: I did. Really? I actually did. Because I was like, if he's in there... If he's in there, there's a reason. They want to Cinderella him a little bit to make this interesting. See,
1: that's why I thought he would win last night, too. Because I'm like, I can't tell if... Because they kept talking about, like, you know, maybe he doesn't have the big looks and all the stuff. And kind of a normal guy. He's got really good moves. And And then I thought to myself, are they trying to unorganically recreate what Daniel Bryan did? Or are they just is it a bit, and they're making fun of Daniel Bryan. And then, literally, Michael Cole said,
2: it's like what Daniel Bryan did. And yeah, I'm yeah, like,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I, oh, I, but I can't tell well, if they're trying to push it or make fun of it. And Everything in
0: wrestling is derivative of something else. Right. It's all yeah. like, the Montreal screw Screwjob. Like, everything's happened already, right. and that's their creativity is just repeating something in a slightly slightly different way. Uh, our, well, there
1: were some moves in some of the matches that I hadn't seen before that Yeah, like,
0: that's dope. Our guest last week, Matthew Bryan Cohen, made a since Survivor Series is this weekend, it's like for the belt. They're like, "Oh, they're gonna do the screw job again." Yeah, you know, because like yeah. that's like what they do. And they're like, "Oh, <laughs> but uh, yeah." So I did. Here is what I say. I knew that uh, Del Rio would beat Kalisto because it in the brackets it would be Cali- it would be Kalisto versus Reigns, and Kalisto would be a huge face. Like the whole yeah. crowd would go nuts for Kalisto, and all they're trying to do is pair Reigns is like have Reigns be oh wait I'm wrong about the brackets I think the brackets are it would be
1: what are the matches uh Kevin Owens no it's Owens Owens and Ambrose are on one side so it yeah it would, so I'm right, right. Yeah, I'm right yeah, I'm right yeah yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah yeah I'm right all right cut that out I'm right so <laughs> Reigns versus Kalisto Kalisto would be the overwhelming face right. Like, every offensive maneuver he did, they would just go cheer huge. Anytime Reigns punched, they would You're go right. boo. Because, because of the Daniel Bryan effect, yeah. which they even brought up. Yeah. Like, you know, right. like, and that's, yeah. So that match, uh, well, let I'm me. go through it. Sorry, I jumped you around. Yeah, there. we jumped around. We jumped around <laughs> about every match. But, yeah, let's just go through the matches from the top. Oh, like, let's talk about the Kalisto match quick, because that's probably what we have the least to say, which is just a great match. Kalisto is really fun. I think you could do a lot with Kalisto. I, again, I think. How do you feel about Kalisto?
1: Have you seen Kalisto before this? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. For some reason, that like that lip penis tail coming off the back of his mask drives me nuts. It's, it's nuts. I mean, I, I don't like the, the mask in is, general. Okay. Two things though happened in this match. When Del Rio accidentally took off his mask and then spent 35 seconds on <laughs> yeah, the top yeah, buckle yeah. trying to put it back on while still making it look like he wasn't trying to put it back on, but he totally wa- like yeah. he felt like shit for accidentally pulling it off. And I think you can hear Kalisto be like,
2: Hey, man! Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The and they're like, This is a tremendous <laughs> sign of disrespect.
0: Oh, yeah, Taking yeah, off the a Great, great mask. color commentary. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like,
1: yeah,
2: yeah, So yeah. then
0: they
1: did a great deal where he left him hanging out on the boat and then drew attention away the rest so you can put it back on right. so okay that's one thing my other thing though that fucking top rope curb stomp type thing that Del Rio did to win the match yeah. was crazy now yeah. maybe I've been go up for a while but is that commonplace I think I think loved the way that looked at Kaliso sold it like he folded it in half
0: yeah I, I was wondering the same thing like has Del Rio done that before like, well, I, don't that's rem- a great I don't remember him doing that but it looked amazing also in general Del Rio looks amazing yeah, he's in like superhero shape.
1: So he's he's been back, right? Yeah, he, he, he got, for got fired
0: for he got fired because he punched a guy for saying uh, punched like a WB employee for saying racist shit.
1: Oh well, shame on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Somebody said something racist, and then he got fired, and like everybody talks about how good of a guy Del Rio is. Yeah, and then they like clearly like hired him back. I mean, my thing with Del Rio, we talked about it last week. because I just think he should just be like. The hero of the Latinos. Like, that's it. Sure. And just, like, don't worry about how he fits in as a face or a heel. Just right. try to get him over with his, like, why he's there. Yeah, for his so, America. yeah.
2: So, weird,
1: before his match, there was, like, a thing with him and that Trump campaign manager guy. Yeah. I don't know what his name is. Uh, uh, Zeb Coulter. a big fan of KFC or something. <laughs> he's on <not, like, laughs> a rascal. Yeah. But before they come out, what was that whole deal? Triple H comes out and shakes his hand, and then he's like, it's good to... Yeah, people
0: on your side. Yeah, so Triple H did this thing. I'm glad you brought it up. He, I loved it. He was going over. He was going to everybody in the tournament, just being like, "Hey, look, if you win this thing, join the Authority. You know, like cooperate with us. Okay. They want to like have the champion because Rollins was their, you know, uh, shill. Yeah. You know, yeah. so they're like, "Oh, okay, we'll we'll have you." Nah, so he's just going like, "Hey, like you know, if you win this thing, like you get some, uh, you gotta need some backing." But I am unsure about like what they can offer. You <laughs> know what I mean? But last week, Reigns, they offered Reigns to move just to the finals right away. Yes. like we'll let you just go to the finals. Yeah, and, and he, he turned, turned it down. down. Yeah, he turned it down. But then uh, because he's dumb,
1: <laughs> I know, I know you, you want to get in this, so I don't want to step on you. But that makes more sense with the promo that Dean Ambrose cut then about yeah. saying he wasn't going to be a show. That's why he did yeah, it. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, okay.
0: yeah. I mean, we'll talk about the Ambrose. We'll talk about the Ambrose uh, uh, promo. <laughs> so let's go to the matches in order. Well, I and mean, skip Kalisto, but the Owens versus Neville. This match was
1: Great. fucking sick. Yeah. Like, I, this match, I loved it. You you, you loved it. Yeah, well, you. I mean, you have two guys that can sell the shit. To me, it always comes down to that. Yeah. Like, like how. Two NXT he... guys. Yeah, yeah. I mean Neville. I mean, maybe I missed it when he did it, but if he's not doing a Legolas character, he needs to start soon. <laughs> yeah, he,
0: that's so funny. He does have like a. He's got those pointy ears. Yeah, yeah. he basically is Elvin. <laughs> I know. i yeah,
1: don't yeah. know why we're not playing that up? Game maybe that's the way so to hot.
0: boost his promos. Just start talking in Elvin. Just yeah. be like, oh, I need to get the that cooker. <laughs> that's my Elvin. I don't know what it is. Yeah, yeah. It's just like Liv Tyler whispering. Yeah, he's got a staff. It's really <laughs> <awesome>. <laughs> that is amazing. But he does come out with a cape. But, uh, great, you know, and you know Owens, but the, my, again, my problem is, like, you know Owens is going to win the match, like, right. just, they're not going to push, uh, Neville over Owens, though, I, I'm into that, I love Yeah, I, love I think
1: Neville, Ambrose fight would have been great. Yeah. But, yeah, you're right, they were going to... Yeah, that.
0: but Owens is great, I love Owens, that was great, it was just a great match, yeah. not much to say. I mean, Neville, well, when you watch him wrestle, he's just like another, an, an, it just it's another level. He had that move that, uh what they were calling uh, snap. the Snap German Suplex. That yeah. I've never seen him do, which was amazing, where he just throws a guy off the turnbuckle right into a German Suplex. Yeah. That was amazing. Then he has that second rope, flip ama do which I think actually has a name. I don't know. <laughs> I'm uh, sure. It does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, I mean, he's, he's great. And then he had that backwards Hurricane Rana. Yeah. All that was amazing, and Owens took it all amazing, which is just great. Yep. I'm just saying it's great. Yeah, That's yeah, all I'm saying. See. This is all great. Yeah, you gotta sell. Neville's it. amazing. I think Neville could has future championship material written on him. Uh, but I know people think I'm crazy. At least I see. <laughs> I, I think he can be the top guy. But I know it's crazy. He's not the kind of guy I typically with. Cool. So Owen moves on. Then face who's gonna face Owen is either Ziggler versus uh, uh, Ambrose. Ambrose. And this, you know, Ambrose is going over. Which is, I mean, I can so worked up about this. I like Ambrose. I like him. I know I have a Ziggler bias. Ziggler is, a, is a, my friend. But I will say this, is that you look at, a, if you take a snapshot of these two guys in the fucking ring, Ambrose is wearing jeans and a black wife beater. He looks like, dressed like Chuck Norris on a <laughs> Sunday. Like, And then Ziggler's dressed like a professional wrestler. Brilliant. He looks like Shawn Michaels. He's mm-hmm. like, tanned up, he's a cut. he's got the bleach blonde hair, he's all this hair, you know,
1: he's 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 the kid Dusty Rhodes wanted. (laughs) Wow, that's (laughs) extreme. I know, I'm just joking. He's that throwback. I know, I know, it was a total joke. He's he's that throwback of, like I said this to you, like, Ziggler in 97 would have been everything. Yeah. And he needs to get respect for it, because I think people still love it, he's just not getting the right push. Look,
0: here, my my thing is this, that's... That's what he's doing is still in style in wrestling. It's not sure, not in style. Just, it's just, not in look. style for the guys who are heavyweights right, right now. Exactly. Like you still have other wrestlers who have His gimmick is not insane. It's just his attire. Yeah. You know, he's just dressed like a Shawn Michaels type. Yeah. I don't know. It doesn't feel like that can't work. Right. But anyway, it just bothers me when, like, one guy's putting in that classic wrestling effort, clearly going to the hotel, waxing all over the fucking floor in that bathroom, leaving an extra tip. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because he's doing that. He's getting the tanning in. He's bleaching it. Like, once he gets one-inch roots, it's time to bleach again. Yep. You know? He's staying in that shape. He's wearing his outfit. is like, a wrestling outfit. He's wearing the wrestling time. boots. Putting time in yeah. the
1: bathroom, time in the gym.
0: Yeah, and that's just, uh, that is. But Ambrose is great. Their match was great. They did a great job of making them both look awesome. So it was like just Ambrose kind of won. Yeah. Like Ambrose happened to win. Yeah. But, man.
1: The best part was after the match.
0: And So, yeah. So, anyway, the main thing we need to talk about is the Ambrose promo. <laughs> Ambrose is so winded. And he clearly, like, pre-thought this promo. And it's, did you like it?
1: Yeah, well, I loved it for... Uh, uh, how bad it went and then how inspired it was. Like, he talked about... He talked like a guy who's late for the meeting and had to take the stairs. (laughs) You know what I mean? He's got to get this up. Guys, now look... I know, I'm running late. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And he was, he was just like, "If I win, I'm turning this place upside down." <laughs> and he had his eyes wide open, and then he just rattled off a list of like things he's gonna do if he became champion. Like that's something that happens. He like, if you become champion. That means that, like, you are able to change things, which is something we talked about. Like, there should be more stakes when you are the champion. Yeah. You should be able to do more Very things.
1: similar to, like, uh, eighth grade student by the president. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there's exactly. a lot of things that are going to change at the school. There's yeah, yeah, yeah. no power to. He's
0: it. like, if I win, there's going to be more action and less talking, <laughs> more pyro. You wanted more py- What? He doesn't more. even come out the pyro. Wants
1: more of it, man. <laughs> Across the board. Why
0: does he want more pyro?
1: Everybody, New Day, pyro. Neville, pyro.
0: <laughs> yeah. Everybody gets pyro. Not, not pyro. His, his platform, his eighth grade platform, is like, I'm hey, in the school, we need healthier lunches and more pyro. That's
1: not even the best thing he said. What was yeah, he
0: goes, oh, we want more pyro. Then he's like, oh, I want to put Michael Cole in a fish tank. <laughs> and then he said he wants breakfast for dinner, which was such a de-heightening for putting Michael Cole in a fish tank.
1: Dude, I, I, he, Dean Ambrose is the best stepdad in professional wrestling. That's amazing. Everything that he's giving is the stepdad. Like breakfast for dinner, dude. He's the Uncle Buck of WWE. Yeah, he's the Uncle Buck. He's the cool uncle. <laughs> he's, here, he's driving a Buick. He's like, That's another thing. I want more Buicks on the way to the venue. Yeah. <laughs> more fedoras you yeah. just, and you just slowly see the audience be like fedoras and this it's that color those ridiculous yeah, yeah, yeah. things like, yeah. but he clearly had it thought out
0: yeah. like he it was definitely planned yeah. you could tell he was was out. the big ending the what the, oh he said you know, uh, asylum or something yeah 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 cause that was his line it's like I'm turning this into the Ambrose asylum which I actually think is great Sure. That's a really cool marketing. Like He's trying to make the Ambrose... The Ambrose Asylum, I think, could be a cool t-shirt. I can see that merch. And uh, I guess he's taking the Joker thing, because they won't give it to Bray Wyatt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Dennis, my dog, is just being a nuisance here.
1: home, Dan Black has a gorgeous, gorgeous dog. Name I have
0: that. a 10-month-old, 10-month-old Labradoodle. If I came out, I'd be uh, the British Labradoodle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Ambrose, the Ambrose Asylum, that's cool. So, yeah, I think that was really funny. So, yeah, then the next match, Reigns-Cesaro. You know, know. Reigns is going over, but
1: it's a shame because Cesaro is a mega talent. Huge, man. He's super, super strong and very, very personable. And a lot of times, as a guy who goes with the buzz cut, a lot of times it's hard with Vince and stuff if you're not a giant, literally like the Big short or somebody. Like he doesn't have a lot of the looks of like, you know, the wet constantly wet hair and yeah. stuff like that. But he he sells it like he's got charisma. Also, it's is just not
0: being used. On that on that note, like he also is way more strong than he looks. Yeah, like he's super lean and 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 long. Yeah, but he's like the strongest guy in WWE. Yeah, and it's like Vince is just like like they have to look like Batista
1: to look strong. What do you know? I doing? He's not wide enough. Yeah, yeah on yeah. TV doesn't read. <laughs> you know, you totally would. Did he ever do like a transporter type look thing? Cause I feel like he, he, he from when I from first deal.
0: came back to watching when I first saw Cesaro he had like the straight up horseshoe. He, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had like the horseshoe. He wasn't even like. Then he started buzzing it real close. Is the Someone gave him that note to like get rid of it. Then I kind of missed it. He, I think he, like I liked that he had the horseshoe because yeah. it's cool to rock it. Yeah, and no one, own it. Yeah, no one. No in wrestling it's just like you gotta you gotta pick it.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, but yeah. But that match was amazing. Cesaro is amazing, you know. Reigns is going over, but Cesaro is getting the pop. That's what they're scared of. That's their problem with Reigns. Is that what do you do if, if they pair him, him up with Bray really, Wyatt? What
1: do you really do if you're the WWE? You can't. You've tried every way to force feed this guy.
0: get yeah, he's got to turn, and that's what a lot of people are saying. Is that they think that he's secretly going to accept authority authority's offer. It's going to be Reign yeah, this Sunday. Reigns, Ambrose, and then Reigns is going to win, but with the help, like you know, Triple H is going to hit him with a. You know, uh, uh, a little cerebral a- uh, uh, attack. You know yeah. that's uh, you know that that's just I don't know how it's gonna go down, but I think he's gonna join the authority. Reigns as a heel will work amazingly, and especially Reigns as a heel if he just stands behind Triple H with the belt and shuts his fucking mouth, yeah. he would look amazing. You know,
1: yeah, yeah, because he,
0: he... but there's nothing. He will not work as a face because if you put him with his if he wrestles Bray Wyatt, then he works as a face because you're like. And the, everyone's like, "Oh, okay, Bray Wyatt's a bad guy. Like, we'll boo him. Right. We like him, but we like to boo him. Like, he's not, he's not over enough. Where like, when he's in heel mode, he's gonna get face pop. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. But when he wrestles Cesaro, he's any other strong face, they're gonna root for Red. Yeah, even so
1: I mean like, for Cesaro. Yeah." It- even if he was a bit like you had said, if, it, if like Callisto had made it, they would have just, just out of like, for pure bit's sake, they would have like gone for him. The one other, other problem with Reigns, too, and this is the beauty of something like the Stunner, like the Stone Cold Stunner, yeah. is that Superman punch is lame, dude. The Superman punch, because crafting a great finishing move can yeah. come from anywhere but he, quickly, he, from any angle, and look awesome. But he,
0: he kind of does it like that.
1: Yeah, he does it all the time. Yeah. He'll do it out of anywhere. But then if he has enough time, he'll act like he needs like a big setup for it. And then it doesn't... It just doesn't look that great. Yeah. I don't know. It doesn't do it for me. So I feel like that's part of it too. Is like, and also, even if that is your deal, the Superman Punch is not... it It's not a big enough move to warrant that name.
0: It's kind of corny that it's like the Superman Punch... I like the Superman Punch, personally. I think it's cool. But he... I... I don't like that. Like Superman punches his setup into the spear. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like, oh, you're just doing it. You're just doing a spear, right? Like he needs, he could use a cool finish.
1: Yeah, the no, spear is so mission. played out. That's like amazing.
0: everything about him is. Like, we talk about oh, man. We talk about Reigns forever. I brought up great. Okay, last week. Ask you one question, yeah.
1: about, uh, about Cesaro. Yeah. Wait, was it him or Del Rio who did the like? I grab you by the legs and spin you around.
0: Cesaro. What is the that? king of Swim. You yeah. don't like it. What? So here's the thing. It's not a good move. No, no.
1: it is not a good
0: move. It's not a move. It is cool to see that it actually works because it's something I've like thought about as a kid. You know, what I, mean? I yeah. remember being like, I remember the first time I saw the Alabama Slam, which yeah. is you know what that move is. No, I don't it's know. like it's like um, it's like when you take someone. All right, somebody like sits on your shoulders. Their legs go down in front of you. There's definitely sure. a better way to explain sure, it. Yeah. Let's say you lean them back yeah. and just slam them yeah, on their yeah, face. Was, yeah, you know, kind true. of like a Mortal Kombat. Like, yeah. I don't. want, I want to say jacks. kind of like, like yeah. throws you down like that. I was like, oh, what if a wrestler did that? And then like Hardcore Holly started doing it. I was like, oh, it's like the physics of wrestling, it does work. Right. So I do appreciate that he can do it. It's like, oh, you could swing somebody and you can keep it going and going. That's cool. It doesn't work as like a move, and his finisher is not my favorite either. But he was in a tag team with uh, uh, with Tyson Kidd, yeah. And then Tyson Kidd broke his neck, literally, mm. and he's out right now with a broken neck. Uh, and he, they were a tag team, and their finisher was he spins him, and then he spins him a few times, and then Tyson kicks him with sure. that momentum,
2: yeah. and then that worked. Yeah, that, that worked. was great
0: because it was like. All right, all now, now it's too, for a purpose. Yeah, it's like oh, it gives you more momentum into that mean, kick. Yes. It's like you needs something. Else. It's like Indiana Jones putting like the spoke in a wheel. Yeah, and then the motorcycle flips. Yeah, you know, it's like uh, stop. It. Uh, uh, that that I think is cool. But yeah, so look at that bracket. We have Owens versus Dean Ambrose. Yeah. Ambrose is going to go over. Yes, one hundred percent.
1: Right. It'll be a good match too. It'll be clean win too. Yeah. It'll
0: be it'll be a cool match. It'll be a good match, right? I mean, pretty much all Kevin Owens matches have been great, except for his matches versus Ryback. That just nah, didn't I work. But Ryback's I mean Ryback. Ryback's horrible it's, professional wrestler. It, 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 uh not not a fan. He's another guy who they should just needs to just be like an enforcer. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. We can talk about that forever. Uh um, and then the other side is Reigns. Versus Del Rio, Rio, which would be a cool match also. I mean, they're all good matches. Sure. They're all going to be really cool matches. Reigns will win clean. And then Reigns-Ambrose. What do you think is going to happen to Reigns-Ambrose? For the championship. And they've been teasing the the authorities wanting to get in there. Ambrose said there's no way he's going to sell out. Reigns already refused to sell out. So
1: Reigns will win. Right?
0: Yeah. It's just dangerous to let Reigns win.
1: Why? He's the, gonna lose at WrestleMania though. Yeah. So they'll they'll give the people what they want when he loses. He, if he it wins who he's gonna lose to all right, at WrestleMania. Here's what's
0: dangerous. If he wins as a face, they're gonna boo again. Yeah, but it's they gonna hard. Really they're gonna boot. If he goes heel, then they're with the booze. Then they're reading the crowd. But Ambrose is the face versus Ambrose versus Rant. I don't
1: know. It's
0: know. not going to work out. Like a face, it's going to be a disaster. Like Reigns with the belt cutting. I mean, he cut a promo. He cut, he cut. He, he cut that promo uh, tonight on Raw. Like he, he cut a promo where he was just, sounded like me right now. He's just stumbling <laughs> over his words. Just to a place where it's like, oh my God, dude. Just, like, get it. Your whole existence depends on you. Take an improv class. Yeah, take an improv (laughs) class. Somebody write him some succinct three-line promos. Yeah. Right? Like, just, Jesus. Uh, Yeah, cool. So, we talked about that tournament. I think, what do I think? Gun to the head. What do I think is going to happen? Ambrose versus Reigns. I believe, I think what's going to happen is Reigns is going to win yep. clean and not sell out. I think they're going to make that mistake. I really? think they're going to see right now is the dark period. like It's before the road to WrestleMania, sure. so the stakes are a little bit lower right. to test him out. He can have the belt, and they're like, we can always turn him heel in that amount of time before Mania. I think they're going to try it, and it's going to be a disaster. If they,
1: they tried the route where... Remember how back in like D-Generation X and NWO, maybe you didn't watch too much of that, but they could really get you to like somebody by having them just violently be beat by Degeneration generation X or NWO. Like, they'd come out and cut some, you know, Degeneration generation X would like cut somebody's hair or something like that and like knock them out. And then yeah. their friends would try and help and then they would it beat these guys up. Yeah. And then like they'd have to be hauled off in a stretcher. And you just, you couldn't wait for that person to come back and fight Triple H. Even though you kind of liked Degeneration generation X, you just... You were like, yeah, go back, get him. You deserve it. Yeah. Like, have they gone that route with Reigns where somebody's, like, clowned him and, like, really disrespected him and, like, really put him down so hard that people are, like, He's got to get this guy back for this.
0: I mean, the closest they got to is they had Bray have, like, pictures of his daughter. And they were like, I'm going to, like, that's touch your daughter. Like, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, See, that's oh, I know where you live. No, but no one ever came out and, like,
1: shaved his head. Or- yeah, because if you do that, you'd be like, fuck, Roman needs to get this guy back. Yeah. You know what I mean? At least then you would feel the motivation for what he's doing. Right now, it just seems so... Imposed. They they're trying to make Reigns the next John Cena. It's not gonna
0: happen. He has he, he has the look and and the uh, in ring talent, but that's, that's
1: it. it. If Just, I showed you a picture of him yeah. in 1995, you'd be like heel. Yeah, that's what he should be. And he basically was a heel in the Shield, right?
0: Even when they were face, he was like the the one who's like. A loose cannon uh, he, Ambrose wasn't even like the loose cannon there it was kind of like Reigns is like oh shit once you unleash him he was like the battering ram mm-hmm. and he was so cool and he didn't say anything all he said was believe in the shield remember that You well, just that go back to saying one and, word and that a great idea yeah Uh. It's, yeah I, I, I feel bad for him because he that. has this opportunity
1: that he just That's you ever do that like I think about it from his perspective man his dream is just like be the champ be the guy like and if you grew up with him or you were a friend of him, you'd want people to shut the fuck up because he's worked his ass off and he's trying really yeah. hard. And yeah, maybe they let him cut a few corners or he's been, you know, not as vetted as everybody else. But who would turn that down? You know what I mean? Like, everybody no, I, I think... would go for it. But then we aren't his friends. <laughs> and no. so we're like, this sucks. And
0: we're like, we watch this thing. Right. I got a podcast that I, so I have to watch right. this thing. You can dip out for a little bit. Sure. I'm going to have to watch Rain. Yeah. He's. They need. A, he needs a whole revamp. He needs to. I say it every. I'm gonna say it every single week. He needs to come out in undies. He needs to look like a professional wrestler. He comes out in this like he's like a old relic of the Shield days.
1: I think you should bring back the Four Horsemen. Need that. Change. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Last thing to speak about. Yeah. The divas. The contract signing.
0: Charlotte Page contract signing. This was crazy. Bananas.
1: This was crazy. I, Michael Cole standing there with his face down holding a mic for seven minutes was also one of my favorite parts oh, of Oh, yeah, story. yeah. Michael
0: Cole, <laughs> do you know about how he got in really good shape? No. Yeah, yeah, Cole. Like, Michael Cole is now, like, jacked. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's, like, kind of just, whatever. He's being really corny about it on Instagram. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah I can't right. wait. I yeah, gotta yeah, check that out. Yeah, check it out. Anyway, like, this was insane. Now, I don't want to disrespect... The Flares. Well, why did they,
1: they sign off on this? <laughs> yeah,
0: but it seems like they made a wild choice. But I don't even know who made this choice. Alright, so basically, they chose to incorporate the death of Charlotte's brother and Ric Flair's son, Reed Flair, into the storyline. And it's very clearly like the, a very emotional thing for their sure. family. You know, he died of a drug overdose. He was a professional wrestler. And it's kind of like... His dream was to be a wrestler and it wasn't Charlotte's dream. And she kind of just came into it and kind of, you know, obtained his dream and did it for him. And it's a really No shit?
1: That's a real no, dream. No, that's real. Oh wow.
0: And it kind of felt like Charlotte, they came out for the contract signing. It kinda of felt like Charlotte was crying before she cut the promo. Like Vince forced her to like be like, We're talking about your brother. It's going in the storyline. And she didn't she was literally like emotional yeah. before she said it. And you couldn't fake it. And she had a moment, even when she was cutting that promo, where she was crying so hard, where she was like, oh man, like, she's like, I'm blowing this because I'm crying so much. Yeah. And then she got back on track. It's yeah. like a really small moment mm-hmm. that, you know, as a performer, I could recognize. <laughs> yeah, you see it. And you're like, this is, re- this is cool, but they're really not selling this. And also it feel, it felt, it made me a little uncomfortable. Yeah. How did you feel?
1: No, I felt completely uncomfortable, and a part of me was like, man, the only way this would be more badass, and simultaneously fucked up, is if they only told Paige that they were doing this. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean? Which I believe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's within the realm Paige, of... Paige, what you related to your
0: brother. Well, Paige, I loved her when she said the line, which was like, your brother didn't have that, you know, and they like set her off, it was all cool, but it... It wasn't rooted... I think my problem with this is it wasn't rooted enough in reality. So right. what I'm saying is like you're saying that, oh, uh, you were there for me when my brother was there and like yeah. now you turned on me. Yeah. But if Paige actually turned on her in real life a little bit and we had some dirt about their relationship yeah. backstage and Paige being like too Hollywood for her or something, then maybe I'd buy it. But to just like recklessly throw it in and be like, how can we give these guys heat? Why don't we use your dead brother? So you,
1: honest to God, you would say no way. Like they put, if heat, I'm Charlotte, they, yeah, or just in your own life. Like, I mean, it's they weird. put heat on their match by invoking. They're the, trying anything by disrespecting the death of her brother. In She's real a life.
0: good enough wrestler where she should try to get over on her own. They use her dad. She wins the she wins the belt. They parade on her dad. Wasn't part where you
1: thought he might come out?
0: Yeah, but he. I was, I was shocked he didn't, because he has been. <laughs> he was there when she won, Got and it. then they talk about her brother, and it's a little bit like she's she's overusing that flair foundation, and this was, for me, really far. Yeah. Even though, yeah, it gave them some good beef, and Paige I mean, went really far. Yeah, was, I wish a lot of the acting was a little bit stronger for something so real right. and so serious. I think what was uncomfortable about it for me is that it, it wasn't done well enough for what it was. That being said... I feel for Charlotte because that was really hard. And, look, if that was her choice to do it, then that's her choice. Sure. It's her business. Yeah. but if she
1: feels like my brother would be cool with it, you know, that's for them to know. A hundred percent.
0: For but. me, her crying up there made it feel, like, a little uncomfortable. I did, I did a show for years at UCB Theater. Uh, I was on an improv team called Death by Ruru. And we did a show called The uh, Fucked Up Family. Mm -hmm. And we would interview people about their fucked up family and then do a show on it. And we would encourage people to come up with the most fucked up stuff. Like that was our sense of humor. That was our identity. We loved it. And for the most part, people would come up and say things that were really sad. We've had people who were like molested, had both of their kids, both both of their parents die in like horrible accidents. Really sad stuff, you know. And we'd make a fun show about it and they were comfortable with it. So they would come up. But every once in a while, Someone would volunteer think that they were ready for to share yeah they'd get up there with us and we we, we wanted the details we wanted because we, yeah, we don't need the interview yeah. to
1: be funny yep yeah. and you'd see and, like, and oh, like oh wow. broad strokes don't do anything for you you're like yeah my dad was just a bad guy and you're like well come on you're up here like what do you mean a bad guy like, yeah the, they like, want
0: to laugh about the light stuff and we'd be like no we need the details to do the show right. and you volunteered and we'd kind of give you that warning and that, that anyway. Right. The point is, that's how I felt in that moment. It felt like that, where it's like, wow, somebody thought they were this was a good idea, or that they were ready for this, right. or that it would be a good idea, and it's like, oh, this is the reality era, so let's bring this in. But for me, I was like, this just felt crazy yeah. and unnecessary.
1: Yeah, no, I felt the same way about it. But I mean, people are going to be right pumped up to see that fight, I guess.
0: Yeah. Uh, Alright, that being said, it's her own thing. Uh, I really like Paige as a heel. I think she's a really good heel. I think she's great in Santa's Little Helper. She, she's going to be amazing
1: in Santa's Little Helper. 100%. Dude, you have to do a special Christmas edition of this podcast. Do you want to watch it one time and you- you'll come back and we'll talk about Santa's Little Helper?
0: Yes, dude. I think Ziggler's in it too, right? Hopefully. I mean, they're all in it. Yeah. That's amazing. Uh, I want to add one last thing that I didn't add in before to speak to you. You were talking about like when you met uh, Big Show? Yeah. Me and my friends would always talk about like the Rock used to spit at the crowd. Do you remember that? In the attitude mm-hmm. there, he would just like spit. I don't know what the fuck he was thinking. <laughs> I think he's cleaned up his act since yeah, I've, then. Never,
1: I've never seen him live when he was Rocky Maiavea.
0: We would always talk about, we would always be like, yo, if the Rock spit near you, would you try to catch it in your mouth? And at the time, we all said yes. We love the Rock so much. I still love the Rock that much. Yeah. But I don't. I don't think I would catch a spit now. That seems. I can't even get into where my head was at at that point. We were so into the Rock. We're like you got it. it's the Rock. You got to catch. I can't try. wait
1: till you meet the Rock, and I hope you tell him this story. I know it's gonna happen. My friend. Have, yeah.
0: One time, my friend who works at Jimmy Fallon, he I was re- watching the Rock's Instagram, and my friend and him were. On the Rock's Instagram, together they were doing like a bit, yeah. and I just texted him. Where I, just, I was, I just was like, I can't believe he met the Rock. And then there's other people on UCB. I've seen them in videos yeah. with the Rock, and I'm just like, what How, is that? How runnick yeah. Yeah, yeah, that video where he got yeah. married someone. Like I was Monday, like, yeah. oh my god! I was like, I have to get if I can get the Rock to UCB to do my show. Could you imagine, dude? I mean, the place would
1: explode. You would
0: explode. Would be, yeah, I would get electrocuted. <laughs>
1: There'd be, there'd be too much electricity running through. Oh, I hope you'd be like, now look, Rock. When you come out for my live show, it's you know it's mostly fun and stuff. Yeah. But there is a part. Uh, I think you said you'd agree to it. I don't yeah. know, but yeah. you're gonna spit into my <laughs> mouth. <laughs> yeah. I'm catch
0: and uh, we're
1: gonna have
0: to uh, like. And I don't want you to break k-fab.
1: Okay, no, not <coughs> at
0: all. Not at all. Um, great. Let's end talking about Raw now. But I got a really special guest. Nice coming up. Stone Cold Steve Austin himself is on oh, the podcast. My shit, dude! Yeah, he's coming in right now after you leave, so I'm gonna have to ask you to go.
1: Yeah, no, you got. He can have this chair. Thanks for having me. Yeah, on, yeah, buddy. great
0: to see you, man. Uh, and we'll get you back, and we'll watch Santa's little, little helper. I can't wait. This commentary awesome. with the commentary <laughs> with the commentary. Watch all the uh, the Easter eggs. <laughs> <laughs> My first professional wrestler guest on this podcast is as big of a get as you could get. I am excited. I can't believe I'm sitting right here. I'm one foot away from the WB Hall of Famer, the Texas Rattlesnake. Steak. I mean, let's not waste any time. Here he is, Stone Cold Steve Austin. How you doing, Dan? Uh, I'm I'm doing great. How are you? It is an
2: honor to be here as the first ever guest on your first episode. Because if you've done any before, it ain't gonna matter a lick of shit after we're done talking today. Well, this is the second
1: episode, actually.
2: Well, it's the first in my book because it's the first time that I'm here on the cow, Comedians of Wrestling. You can put away the babies and lock up the dogs because we're about to bust it open.
0: That's great. Well, there's no... The dog's in the crate, and there's no babies. I don't have any babies in here.
2: Well, then then let's stop with the fiddle fucking around and get down to business. Okay, so
0: my first question for you is a question on every single person's mind. Mm -hmm. Mr. Austin, are you going to be wrestling in WrestleMania 32?
2: Well, I'd like to get to that, Dan. But before I do, I'd like to tell you about DDP Yoga. Are you familiar with the benefits that your life can go through? There's a guy, he was in Vietnam in 1982 on vacation. He fell and hurt his hip. They told his ass he'd never walk again. He watched a YouTube video about a guy who served in Vietnam, and he learned how to walk, and so did he. They're doing great stuff down there at DDP. But, you should check them out. I'm sorry
0: to cut you off, Mr. Austin. That's fine.
2: No, I'm okay, done. Well, but,
0: uh, was that... Uh, 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 I know what DDP yoga is. Is this a plug? It's a life
2: changing way for you to get yourself back in shape, back on top, and back to back with living right.
0: Okay, all right. I know that that's a sponsor of your podcast, but I that's really just what we're ask doing. You here. This question: Can we? Can you just answer the question?
2: Shoot, I ain't trying to K your ass. Just tell me what the hell you want to
0: know. I want to know are you going to be wrestling at WrestleMania 32? It's what everyone
2: on the internet wants to know. Now, look, okay? My neck's put together with two rubber bands and a box of matches. So if I don't know if, if I need to be out there going off the belt buckle, taking down a stunner ass on any sno small who wants to come in and get one. That being said, Could I still bring that song, bitch? You bet your ass I could. Could I still come on down that highway, light up these people better than they've ever seen in the last ten years? Because I don't know if you know this, we got a problem in the WWE. People can't bring heat; they don't know how to do it, right? They don't know how to get your ass riled up. So, do I got the opportunity to come back at WrestleMania two? Well, I do have an opportunity, and that opportunity is called Sherry's Berries. Now, for just $19.99, I can get your ass. You can, we're going to extend this to all your listeners. that they can get a dozen berries for $19.99, white chocolate, almond chocolate, dark chocolate, milk chocolate, what? That's just a straight shoe right there. I can get your listeners if they go to sherrysberries.com, type in comedians of wrestling, hashtag stone cold said so. I get that deal. Okay, look, I I appreciate that and I I, I know sh- you do.
0: Okay, yeah. I and I and look, it's just it's an honor to have you here, but my I so you're saying that you have the ability to wrestle at WrestleMania. i can get it, dog. Kid, yes. But are you going to do it? Sounds like you have the ability. Sounds like, you know, you got we know you're getting a little bit older. It. You're getting a little bit You're the one who said that your neck is put together. With uh, rubber the, bands uh, and, a, and, a, and a box of matches, it! Right. So there's. A, you gave us a pro, a con. Are you going to wrestle at WrestleMania 32 this year? Yes or no? Give me a yes or a
2: no answer. I am definitely wrestling with the decision on whether or not I should do that. I'm going to tell you this, okay? I have made a decision, and that decision is to sell a brand new product called... Little washer dildos. Now, what that is, it deals as a back scrubber, but on one end is a perfectly serrated replica of a man's penis. So, if by chance you fall in the shower, that some bitch goes straight up you like Tom Sawyer in a cave. I read the book. You can pull that some bitch right back out. You can buy that at CVS and Walgreens. For ten ninety five, unless you go in and say Stone Cold's at you, they're gonna give you a buck off that son bitch, but it'll give you an extra inch too, and that's all I got to say about that. You saying if I go into CBS
0: and mention Stone Cold, Hell then yeah, not- try it. Okay, look, so you're not gonna, all right, you're not gonna. Let's move on to another question. All right, okay. So, Seth Rollins. He's injured. He's got a big injury. You had it, a big injury in your
2: career. He's career out. Injury.
0: Boy's done. He's locked up. Do you have any piece of advice for Seth Rollins in his time of need right now?
2: Well, I'm going to say this. He needs to look himself in the mirror and say, do I want this? Do I want to do this? That's how I felt when I first signed on to be part of the Expendables. You know, you got to ask, is this a thing I need in my life? Because he's got a bounce back it's going to take him a long time. And the best way that he can bounce back is the little thing called DDP yoga. Have I talked to you about uh, that? Yes, you
0: you already brought up DDP yoga. We all know what DDP yoga is.
2: Well, it's the best way to get yourself in shape. You know, they done it for Scott Hall, they done it for Jake the Snake, okay? And you you could you can line up for that and he can bring himself back. I do think he can come back for this. He's probably going to need to cut his hair.
0: Cut it. That's your piece of advice for me. He's going to need to cut his you hair? You need to reinvent yourself. Well, we got an yourself. answer you. we got an answer Yeah, in. you need
2: to reinvent yourself. Okay? You need to reinvent yourself. Maybe mix it up a little bit. You can't always have steak for dinner. Sometimes you need to have something I like to call Sherry's Berries. And a Sherry's Berries How dinner. How did you come back to this? A Sherry's Berries dinner will treat you right, and it's the best thing you can do. All you got to do is get those ducats all in order, 19 of them, and you can have yourself a Sherry's Berries order today, thanks to Comedians of Wrestling, The Cow, and Stone Cold Steve Austin. Okay, are you calling my podcast The Cow? Well, I think you ought to go with that. Shorten that sound bitch up a little bit. Because well, because yours podcast.
0: Because of the broken song, unleashed BSR. Okay, all right. So Seth Rollins should shave his head and have some Sherry's Berries. i would say you it.
2: gotta shave that some bitch. Okay, don't gotta go super clean like my ass. Maybe give yourself a bob. Have you seen Have you seen any movie lately where the smartest woman doesn't have a bob? Okay, you go look at your Jurassic Park bob cut. The movie Lucy, it's a classic bob cut. And you, yourself, can see a movie like Lucy if you sign up for Redbox today and enter in BSR Unleashed at checkout. Oh, it's st- Stone Cold, please, you need to stop with the sponsorships,
0: okay? I really just need a straight answer here, okay? My listeners want this. This is a new podcast. All right. I well, told it have- you've got
2: a lot of advertisers already just
0: by having me on. Okay, so... All right, let's move on, okay? So recently, I was reading an article. Goldberg, he went on a TMZ sports report. Yep. And said that you were not drinking your beers during your wrestling run. That you were mostly spinning them out,
2: pouring them down your body. How do you respond to that? Okay, well, first of all, his ass ain't under talk, okay? Because I've seen aboriginals in my life. That's a spear. You ever seen him actually spear somebody? I... I and, uh, with a spear with an
0: Goldberg with an yeah. actual spear. I've never seen that. No. Okay, he, let
2: me ask you another question. If I'm out there in the squared circle, yeah. getting ready to open up a can of war, whoop ass for the working man, or if I'm here on your award-winning podcast about to do this show for the working man, you want my ass drunk before I do that? Uh, I guess not. No. Right? You pay your goddamn hard money to come out and see that show and you want me to bring my a-game am i right uh yes another question for you should i be drunk then when i'm doing that no you ever seen goldberg actually wear any gold no. So is his ass one to talk? I think not. What he needs to do is take him and his goddamn goatee and go out there and act like he's still pissed off about something for a guy that walked into a street and, as far as I'm concerned, didn't do a hell of beans to earn that son bitch. Okay, so...
0: Okay, I'll accept that answer. The
2: short answer is yes, I poured a goddamn beer all over myself. I didn't want to be drunk.
0: Yeah, okay, Okay. great. I love that you answered that question, Stone Cold. That was an obvious answer.
2: Well, there's a lot of answers in
0: life. And you're going very roundabout to answer simple questions. There's a lot of answers in
2: life. life For sometimes, that answer can be Richard Simmons sweating to the oldies. You can get with a Deal meal package for $27 right now at richardsimmons.com. Worried about portion size, liking your mashed potatoes, then sign up for Deal-A-Meal. You got your cards and your pamphlets, and Richard Simmons will hook you up with a life-changing plan to get you in shape. And that's all I got to say about that. I don't know. I don't know how you got there. Stone Cold, let me ask you something.
0: Shoot. Who's your favorite person that you ever stunnered? Right, that's a simple question. Right. Well What was your favorite stunner you ever you ever gave? Now,
2: Vince is a bit of a son of a bitch, okay? And yeah. I stun I stunned his ass numerous times. You
0: yeah, you, let's get into that. Your relationship with Vince. That's Well, really well The thing uh,
2: we can get down in that road, okay? That that's a country road I got no problem being paid. But what I will say is Vince, I once stunned a person who asked me to stun them. And we videotaped the whole goddamn thing. Vince didn't want to put it on the air. Vince said, uh uh-uh. uh. We can't do that, right? Now, I'm going to tell you this story of this person I stunned. You tell me whether or not this should have been on Raw, okay? I will, yeah. All right. We did a show at the Aragon Ballroom in Chicago, Illinois. We walk out the back, and there's was this kid standing there. He wants me to stun his ass, okay? Now, it had rained earlier, back of an alley. You know how juices can move around in a city rain? Juices can move around. You know what I'm around? saying? You're in an alley who, by God? guy who knows what's in that song. Bitch. Right. This kid says to me, would you be willing to stun my ass? Now, Dan, I'm going to tell you, this is bright as the sun is right. That kid wanted that to be his make-a-wish. Okay? Kid's got stage 7 lymphoma. His, his mom and dad wheeled him up. He's all hooked in to, but, you know, back, bag, giving his ass fluid and stuff like that. He says, Oh, stunner, are you gonna drop a can of whoop ass on me. They say I ain't gonna make it. You know, goddamn kid had hours to live, from what I can tell, looking at him. I'm walking out, it's me and JR. J.R. said, I think you gotta do this first this boy. We get now there's a lot of guy people don't know. His name's Glenn Doherty. Glenn's running tape on the whole goddamn thing. Back alley. I think I say, Jr. I got stunned this son of a bitch. That's what this kid wants, you know. I stunned him. That motherfucker died right there in that alley. And he died with a goddamn smile on his face. Stage seven lymphoma. Don't got nothing on him getting a stunner in the back of the Aragon ballroom. What you know what I'm saying? Now, Vince said we couldn't put that on Raw, me killing a goddamn kid with stage 7 lymphoma, even though that was his make-a-wish. I want to know where damn Black, here on the cow, you fall on that? I, 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 I'm speechless. I
0: don't even know Beautiful what to story, say. Beautiful
2: story,
0: right? Uh, I, I, you know, I'm wondering. You tell me
2: right now. You're about to go. You're looking, you're looking down death's doorway. The light's coming through the keyhole. They're turning the key and opening it up for you. And you got a chance to go out with a stunner from Stone Cold Steve Austin. You know it's coming anyway. You tell me he ain't going to get in line for that water park? You sold me. You sold me on it. You I you think that me? would be a
0: great way to go out with he, a stunner. Yeah, I he guess, wanted that.
2: Yeah. Vince, Vince says, no, we can't hear that. You got John Cena running around here giving kids fucking M and M's, okay, <laughs> for their lymphoma. I'm dropping stunners on kids. You tell me that ain't better. I guess it is. I would rather get than get
0: some M. I'd rather get a stunner than some M and M's. Damn
2: men. right you would.
0: Wow. I mean, yeah, getting a stunner from Stone Cold seems like an honor. I guess a stunner. Another way them? to go out. Uh, I don't know. Like, you don't see why they wouldn't want to release that video.
2: Well the best part was is after he's laying there convulsing and dying, which is what he wanted, jr's yelling, Bring a stretcher out here. We gotta get paramedics. People thought it was starting part of the bit. You know, JR's been doing made a career out of calling for the medics to come in. So nobody got went and got him that kid he twitched away right there until he was gone. Parents thanked me afterwards.
0: It, well that you just you just unsold me. That was that sounds terrible.
2: Well, I mean, it ain't so good on the back end, but up front, it was a beautiful thing. God damn it!
0: Well, do you, let's talk about your Make a Wish work. You've done, you know, John Cena has done over five hundred Make a Wish. Yeah, that's a good thing. He, what he does, he's the most Make a Wish of any celebrity, I believe, ever. Sure. Uh, But you were also in the John Cena position back in the Attitude Era, the biggest star in the company. How come you didn't do as many Make-A-Wishes as John
1: Cena?
2: Well, after, the first one I did was killing that kid. So after that, the Make-A-Wish Foundation kind of shot away from what the Rattlesnake would bring to the table. Yeah, I'm seeing right here in the stats that you had one Make-A-Wish. That was it. And
0: it has an asterisk next to it. Let
2: me ask you this. How many people have made an impact on a kid's life like I did that day? I guess, anyone else who's murdered a child? Yeah, but was that their wish? I don't think so. Now, I'll tell you this. Everybody has a wish for the holidays. And you can do the holidays right by calling 1-800-PRO-FLOWERS and putting bsr Unleashed in the checkout box, and they will send you some red poinsettias. All right, Salvo, please stop dropping sponsors on here. I'm trying to get this... I'm just trying to do... So I can get some money for doing it. You are sponsored right now. You are sponsored by me. People can check out my podcast, Unleashed. We got a family edition comes out. And then we also got an Unleashed edition that comes out. Where we're dropping stunners and F-bombs like it's going out to stop. All right. Stone Cold, let's let's talk about the Broken Skull Challenge. Filming it right now.
0: We have the longest...
2: Filming production schedule in the history of Hollywood. We're out here in Ogledose, California. In where? Dulce, California. Killing flies. You heard about my fly situation? (laughs) They got fly fuckers so big out here you could ride them sons of bitches. They're doing farm work on these goddamn flies. I I had to go down and get myself a swatter. All right? This fucking slaughter had to come in on a forklift just so I could have one big enough to catch these motherfuckers. They got a fire problem out here that I think has not been addressed enough in these political debates that I've seen. Okay. but so we, we need to get somebody out of the country. Get these fucking flies out of here. Uncle Dolce's got issues. Okay. I don't know where that is. Stone Cold, Let's, let,
0: can we stay on track here? Yeah. Let's talk about the show.
2: Broken Skull Challenge?
0: Yeah. how can, This show seems to be running all the time. Is it That's you? true.
2: What we do, we take uh, actors and actresses who also do CrossFit, consider themselves athletes, and we break them out here. We break them every day until one of two things happens. They die or they move back to Cincinnati, and that's how the Broken Skull Challenge works. And I can tell you right now, the reason we're always running Hollywood does not have a shortage on dipshit actors and actresses who also do CrossFit. That's that's true. Now, may I ask you, point blank, man to man? Yeah. Mano, a okay. hey, mano. Let's man up. Do you want to come on the Broken Skull Challenge? Me? Yeah. I mean, I'm not in amazing shape. Well, get your ass there. You come up. We'll fucking have you wrestling flies, taking bumps off a of horse flies. And then we'll get you in the Broken Skull Challenge. All right, sure. That's, That's great. Cool. You can check out the Broken Skull Challenge three right, times right. a week uh, on CMT, the country music television channel, even though they don't play anything country or music. just now, call it T.
0: No, Stone Cold, you're bringing something up really interesting.
2: Hit it. You brought
0: up country music. Yeah. A lot of people were complaining about your interview with Brock Lesnar on the WV network. Why's that? that? Well, they were complaining on the boards on the internet that you guys were talking about some really boring issues. Right. Man, I don't you... look
2: at it like that. Let me ask you this. You drive something around? Yeah.
0: I drive, What, what a, are you
2: driving? A Toyota Prius C. A Toyota. What is it? A Prius C. You Prius know C. You like a go-kart? Because that sounds... Awesome. That yeah, is a badass ride, if I've ever heard of one. No, it's just a it's a hybrid
0: Toyota. You rocking
2: twenty twos on that song bitch? Twenty two wheels, Rips?
0: yeah. Uh it just comes with standard seventeens, I think. Alright, but it's a badass ride? I don't know, I don't think so. I think it's how long
2: you had that song bitch. Well, two and a half years, my lease is up in another six months. You leased it? Not a man that likes to own things? Is it
0: uh just it's for car purposes, I feel like leasing is the That's smarter option. Ass. That's
2: badass. I like that. You do you essentially have taken like a, what Blockbuster used to do for a car. Yeah,
0: leasing. But leasing is not a new... You rented route. it. I rented it. Yeah, but leasing is the
2: term they use. That's badass. You like your pre... Your, what is it? Prius? and cease? It's a Prius C. You've never seen a Prius? I don't know. I, I'll tell you right now. Is it a truck? No, it's not a truck. I'm a truck driving man, but I still think your PC sounds bad ass. I got another question for you. Yeah. What type of music you like to listen to? Maybe, I, I don't know. I don't think people really are interested in what kind
0: of music I'm interested but in. You got
2: to be into something, goddammit. What do you like? Uh, I like, I like,
0: uh, you know, I kind of like all music. I'd say I like alternative rock because I'm, you know, from the... Like
2: Soul Asylum?
0: Yeah, like solo side. Runaway
2: way train, Get never coming right. back. One yeah. way on a run-way track. Yeah. Like that? Yeah, I love that. Was, that
0: was a song I was They was, sing that's... a
2: great song called Janie's Got a Gun. Another great Soul no, song that's, that,
0: that's Aerosmith.
2: That's not an Aerosmith fami- song. Not familiar with Arrow uh, and Smith. You know, I don't think anyone wants to hear us. More of a Smith and Wesson man myself. Alternative rock. You talking like Candlebox? Yeah, sure, candle
0: box, far behind. Yeah. Rat. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Now maybe. Sending me to treat you Oh so bad. But I did it anyway. That's not really
0: how they sing at Stone Cold. They don't they don't accentuate. Days of the anymore. New I'm not familiar, no. No Days of the New, that's no. not your jam? No, that's not my jam.
2: Where else you go on? That little sound garden? Yeah, I like sound garden. That man. is bad ass. Yeah. Little Black Old Sun. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with a little bit of sound garden. What's yeah. the first concert you ever went to? Dave Matthews band. That's great. What kind of uh, toothpaste you use? Uh, Sensodyne. You a, Sensodyne? Yeah. Not familiar. Sensodyne. What color is it? White? Sounds like a white toothpaste. I, so i cold. I feel like
0: no one wants to hear what kind of toothpaste I use. You're getting really manual into the micro electric, details of people's Manual lives.
2: or electric toothbrush? Uh, it's electric toothbrush. I would recommend
0: going with Oral-B. I want to gear us back. I want to bring us back to the original question. Will you do wrestling at Wrestlemania 32? Well, let's say I did.
2: right? You going to be there?
0: Yeah. I am going to be there. Your ass going to be there in in Texas, It's in Texas. We're
2: fiddle-fucking around right now. No. Whether you take the stairs or the window, your ass has got to go to Wrestlemania. Yes. What airline are you going to fly there? (laughs) I I don't know. I didn't book my tickets yet. You go in. No get your airline tickets. You an orbits man, kayak man. How oh, you do it? I do I've been using kayak. You go direct, on. southwest,
0: delta. I, all right, uh, Continental. Me and my fiance have a delta card. So well, you're I married, man. You're getting married. Yeah, being married. Locked
2: it up. Sewing so the whoops down. Now here's the deal. Where you registered at? Uh Bloomingdale's. Oh, you went fancy on that ass, huh? I think so, yeah. That's a good store. It. Uh, one question I got to know from you that I'm sure everybody is curious about. And if a so cold don't address this before he gets out of here, we're going to be remiss. What kind of stuff you got on that registry? I, I I don't. The standard forks. stuff. Yeah, forks. You need forks? I need forks. I know, man. I'll let you
0: borrow a goddamn fork. so cold. are you going to be wrestling at WrestleMania 32?
2: No. No. I'm not. No. That's the answer. I'm going to be opening up, up. I can't a can of whoop ass at the concession stand right out front before I decide to do it. Uh, 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 you get jalapenos on your nachos? No. I, I, I,
0: I, I, sometimes. 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 You get sometimes. a Harper. So, you look I mean, like a man
2: that gets heartburn.
0: You were very frustrating to speak to, Stone Cold. Well, I'm all I'm trying to do
2: is let the working man who loves to hear your award winning podcast, C O W. The W is for why not, and asking you
0: what they want to know. Stone Cold, I have no awards. I would get an award maybe. I would get some attention if you would answer the, this question here on my podcast. What? Are you gonna wrestle at WrestleMania 32?
2: Well, yeah, I might do it. All right, we're trying to lock it down. Okay. Vince said he'll have me back. He's begging my ass to come in and do it. I told him, if I get to stun your ass and you blow out both your fucking quads, I'll come back and do it. So if I can get that lined up or trying to get back into that Make-A-Wish game.
0: No, I don't think that's a good idea. You know what, Stone Cold, I think I think we've
2: talked enough. But How do you feel? I feel great. I got to head back to Ogledose, California. Where? Ogledose, California. Hey. I got to head back out there. I bought myself a fucking cattle prod to deal with these goddamn horse flies. I will say before I go, are you a person who likes lean cuisines? Because if you go to your local grocer right now, you can get three lean cuisines for $4 just by telling them to check out Stone Cold no, Sension. No, t- stop it. No
0: more sponsorships on my podcast. Trying right? to help
2: your ass. You know what? What? <laughs> oh, you pushing me, huh? Yeah. What? Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna take the rubber band off this neck and open up a can of whoop ass. I'm gonna be waiting for you're you. Pissing outside. me off. You
0: know what? you're pissing me off a little
2: bit. Well it's good to see your ass right up. Okay? You can't yeah. just sit here in your comfy ass chair. I do my show on broken glass. You do your show on broken glass? Every goddamn time I borrow a vase from somebody's aunt, I break that some bitch, and I sit on it to record my show. Uh, Okay, you know what, Stone Cold? Uh, I'm going to take off. I'll be waiting for your ass outside. You come join me if you want, and afterwards we'll do a little DDP yoga. Okay, all right. Uh, Thanks for coming by. All right, goodbye, Stone Cold. (laughs)